0: episode
1: 36. How you English say I one more time Max. unclog my nose in your direction, sons of a window dresser. So you think you could out clever us French folk with your silly knees bent running about advancing behavior. I'll wave my private pats at your aunties. No, rien de rien Non, je ne regrette rien Ni le bien
0: The triumphant has returned. I'm Isus. We have EC. Say what's up, EC.
2: What's going on, fellas? Good to see you, Isus. Hey, good to see you, Matt.
1: Matt, what up? What up? Uh Hola, everybody! Great to be back.
0: I know, Matt. Man, you've been like uh, you've been like what? Hiding in the woods somewhere?
1: Something? You live in Alabama, dude. I, I-, I- yeah, I live in Alabama, and I'm apparently uh, a woodsy guy. So doing you got the, the banjo going, doing hey, the white but, boy. But, uh, doing yeah, the... I'm happy to be back here. Doing the white, doing this. the
0: white people shit. The fucking canoeing and shit. Yeah, that's what you do, right? Canoeing and hiking. Oh.
1: Dude, you know what I do, man? I try to stay active. <laughs> Object emotion stays in motion. Kind of, kind of <laughs> like Manchester United winning, right? Oh. Hopefully we can get that motion going on. Probably oh, not, damn. but we'll talk about it.
0: Are, are you hosting the show or me?
1: <laughs> Chill out, man. All right, okay. <laughs> Chill out. You're coming at me real hot <laughs> on a fucking Monday. Coming in hot. Let's get into the. Let, <laughs> let's
0: get into the sh- uh, to the game to the match. Uh, Manchester United wins four one against Newcastle United. Uh, we had, EC, uh, your predictions were, again, last week, what? I I was 2-1, so I I was a little more... I predicted a draw. A draw, right, and I think Hunter...
2: I I uh, predicted 1-1.
0: Yeah, Hunter was also in a a win. Uh, We got more than we expected, I I, I admit. Uh, But, coming up to the beginning of the match, when we saw the lineup, I texted both of you. I was not very optimistic about the lineup. And please, 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 both of y'all, please explain to the fans about that that lineup we saw, ex- in, including <laughs> no Mason Greenwood on the bench.
1: Uh, I'll go first because I don't want to be an echo chamber. Um, yeah, whenever I saw that lineup, I was like, "Sweet mother of God, what are we fucking doing, man?" Hold oh, no, on, first of all, um, first, like, of all I, first of all, first all, where were you? Uh, I was at a Tottenham fucking pub um, uh, watching, watching the, uh, the match. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah, it was, I mean, I mean, I, I had to go back, especially after we got decimated, uh, whatever it was like 20,000 to to one against Tottenham. I had to go back. I got to step back into the pub and be like, Hey, I'm not afraid to be here. I'm here to watch my boys win.
0: Exactly.
1: Uh, speaking of which, uh, Tottenham, uh, just, uh, collapse and it was beautiful and I was there for that too neither here nor there so um yeah United they uh whenever I saw that lineup good god man I was I was I was so upset because I don't understand why we are not playing old Donnie Donnie Vanderbeek man that boy I'm telling you right now you're hearing it here and I'm gonna say it a million more times he's the next Kevin De Bruyne Mm. Uh, I'm not here to put a Manchester City player on the pedestal but Good guy, man. That guy for what he is. Uh, we'll call him the Belgium player, right? Not a city player. Um, uh, but yeah, that guy is incredible. He just has that head on a swivel. He doesn't even need to look. He just knows his boy is making that run and he has accuracy like a motherfucker, man. So uh Donnie, Donnie coming in. I'm telling you, man, he is young and he I I thought. I, I didn't know what to think whenever we first bought him. I had to do my research, uh, but I get it, man. I get it. I've seen his brilliance. I've seen it, you know, from whenever he first uh, scored with just that, that BS tap in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, but he was, he was incredible though. So I know he's going to be good, but it pisses me off that we're playing Fred and and not, and not Danny. Fred is a workhorse in the center, which I understand, but What's the the best the best defense is a proper offense, you know. The if if you're attacking in their third, they're not going to be getting back to us. So, um, yeah, their their uh their their fucking lineup was upsetting. And what happened after after we got our boy on, who was a direct um a direct uh, contributor to uh to the to the next uh, goal, you know, it was Donnie, and I was like, mom oh, man, so. Anyway, uh, that's where I was. I wasn't stoked with the lineup. Uh, I'm happy we we got that win though. They they really came in, clutch. In a little dash of Fergie time,
2: man. They they making it rain. I appreciate that. What about you, EC? Yeah, um, <clears throat> obviously I'm gonna I'm gonna own it. I was not happy um, about the starting lineup. Um, I definitely thought that McGuire should have had a seat. Um, I definitely thought that. Um, you know, Scott McTominay seeing his name pop up, that didn't uh, that didn't get me excited. Dan James uh, being in the lineup, I was also a little nervous. Um, I was happy to see Mata. I do like uh, Juan Mata, mm-hmm. and I like what he brings to the table. Um, but I, I had to man up, and I tweeted it at halftime. I felt like that was probably some of the best football we've played in a really long time. Um, yeah, I felt man. like we passed the ball really well. Um, I know it was 1-1. One, one, um, that Luke Shaw own goal, I don't really blame him for it. Yeah, it just a to me, I feel like, you know, as a defender, you put your leg out there and the ball just kind of went where it went. So, um, you know, I don't I don't blame him uh, for that. Uh, we were able to come back. We actually scored another one, which was another goal and a good pattern of play. We just had a guy off sides, and so the, the goal was disallowed. But it was a great strike from Bruno, um, who I thought played, Uh, really well he gave it he gave it away a little bit but he's going to do that I think he tries to do things he's going to do that so I have to man up and say as mad as I was about the starting lineup seeing James seeing McTominay um, you know not you know seeing McGuire I I I completely have to give it up to Ole because I mean McGuire scored a a great goal to to equalize I thought Dan James got forward Um, he still has an issue with finishing Mm -hmm. I think that's that's what his Achilles heel is right now, but you can't say that he didn't play defense and he can't say that he didn't run at players and try to make things happen. He just does not have that in ball, that, that final um, good touch cross or, or shot. He, he shot the ball, I think twice. And they were just kind of dribblers um, up, up there. And so um, I feel like when you, when you put Scott in, when you put Fred in, you know what you're going to get. You're going to get guys who want to put in a tackle, who want to play defense. And I think Ole understands that. I don't have a problem with Pogba being on the bench. Um, I don't think he was in good form. And so I think bringing him on late, um, with Donnie, I I thought, I thought it was really good. I think it kind of shows, um, Ole looking ahead a little bit, which is smart, which is smart. You've got a huge game tomorrow against a, a really good, uh, PSG team. And I think, you know, not playing Donnie the whole game, not playing Pogba the whole game. Um, I think those two can start, um, I don't think they will, though. I think he's starting to kind of understand that with Mata in there, with Fred, with McTominay, they're not the type of creators. I don't think you can have too many creators out there at the same time. And I think that's kind of what Ole is starting to understand about this team. You've got to have players who are willing to pass the ball and move. And that's what Fred, that's what McTominay, that's what Mata, even Dan James, who was playing a little tiki taka in the box a little bit there, those guys are going to pass and move. so. If I don't see Pogba starting, that's fine, because I think if we can stay in a game, um, you bring on the likes of Donnie, you bring on the likes of Pogba, this is a this is a problem that we didn't have last year. We didn't have players who we could go, you know what, we need a goal. We need some magic to happen. And we can bring on players who are going to affect the game. So Pogba starts, he doesn't start, I'm okay with it. Donnie starts, he doesn't, I'm okay with it. Um, I just like the fact that we, it, for me anyways, I feel like we have a little bit more depth Um, because guys are willing to play a role and keep their shape Um, to your Mason comment. I think Mason's hurt. Um, That's, that's what I've been hearing anyways. I don't know how true that is, but I think he's been hurt. So um, again, I think we've talked about it before. He doesn't really track back on defense. Um, Rashford doesn't either, to be honest, if if we're being real. And so when you have Mata, when you have James, those guys are actually going to track back and play some defense. So I know you guys are going to disagree, but I feel like that was kind of our best football that first half. I know it was 1-1. Should have been 2-1. I'm sorry, 2-0 uh, minus the own goal and the offside. But, you know, that's that's kind of football for you. <clears throat> you
0: see, I text out to both y'all. I think Ole wants to get uh, sacked, right? I think uh is Ole wants – it was my text. It was something about Potch, right? This Ole wants to know Potch or yeah. uh, wants to get sacked? Something along, along those lines. When I saw the lineup, yeah. obviously Mata started – McTominay, Fred, James started the the usual the usual suspects for you know that always thought you know when when they were gonna come on. Um, Harry McGuire started, and we all talked about last week that maybe it's a good time to see this guy because he's going through like a head case kind of a, a week. I mean, we're not professional athletes, obviously. I mean, you, I, Matt, Hunter. I mean, but when somebody goes through a bad run of form, we knows we talked about it last week. Either sit down, get your shit straight, competition, you know, something. He started. Luke Shaw started over Tejas, which I didn't think that was too much of that was that wasn't too much of a <coughs> um, a non you know like a a, a wild wow factor, right? Because Luke Shaw has been playing the whole season. Uh, Tay is barely coming into the Premier League. You're not going to th- start. You know, you're not, you're not going to start somebody coming for the Portuguese league and starting over somebody that's coming in the in the um, in the Premier League. Uh, he and then he, you know. So we have the Fred and McTominay. I was very disappointed. I'm like, dude, we're we're gonna we're setting ourselves up to play defensively with Fred and McTominay. Mata, I've always said that Mata and Bruno had the probably best chemistry. And that's coming back from last year, EC. I remember me and you, you and I talking about that. Uh, If Mata plays in the 10, which at the end of the game, that's when he started playing in the 10 position. If you don't, if you don't, if you remember that. Um, I just, I was, I was very suspect. Then I watched the match pissed off. First of all, I mean, I should not watch a match. So pissed off and subjective, right? I'm like, dude, this match sucks. This bullshit. And obviously, when the uh, when the fluke goal by Luke Shaw, and then I've started, you know, you start blaming people. Who was at fault for that? Who was at fault for that? And then you have to kind of like pause yourself. And it was a fluke goal. I mean, the dude just put his foot out there, and it was just a fluke goal. Gea, uh, I mean, he made he made a couple of saves. Brutal. Good, but uh you didn't, i mean both y'all didn't really bring up the fact that the the combination play of of Bruno and, and Mata you know it was the whole game it was just on point it was just back and forth back and forth it was it, it opened up a lot of opportunity and we talked about the substitutions um I, I mean i know i text y'all i, t- I think i said if if uh, if Ole doesn't uh, Substitute anybody, anybody by the seventy-fifth minute. I'm gonna go and choke his ass out. I'm gonna actually fly to England and choke his ass out if he doesn't bring anybody on. And I was five minutes too early, you know, to actually have to do that because he brought Pogba on, uh, and then he brought Donny on with another fifty minutes somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, yep. And then he brought Mata on towards the latter part of the game once we had to seal the game more defensively. Um, it get, it opened up, you know the 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 Mata, Donny, Pogba, and Bruno formation, kind of like opened shit up. I, I if I, if I'm thinking the wrong way because I really don't think Bruno, um, sorry McTominay and um Fred did anything special. They just held the fort down, you know. Um, That's their role. yeah it's a role, right? To hold the fort down. And then the Calvary came in at latter parts of the game and opened it up. And what something, you know, when we come down like against a team that's gonna play a low block, you know, play a, more defensively, uh, that's that's a lineup with Pogba, Matic, I'm sorry, Mata, Donny, and Bruno could slice a team up. And that's my opinion. And we talked about that playing Donny van der Beek in that in that um, Marcus Rashford role in the, the up, you know, up, up top. And whoever's going to play striker is going to play striker. You know, it could be Greenwood, Ma- Ma- Martial, Rashford. Um, you said Dan James. Surprise me. I mean, he, he was putting in, he was putting put, put in a shift and he was putting in shots. Granted, his shots weren't very, um, I mean, there were, you know, they, they really didn't, you know. You know, make any He's got to work
2: on it. Yeah, he, he has he to work on noise. It.
0: You know, there was no. Noise. And he will. He's yeah, 22, he will. 23 years yeah. old. But he put in the shift. But the, Ma- Ma-ta, <clears throat> the Mata, the Mata, the Ma-ta, where, where he's coming in, that kind of surprised me, and it really did against, especially against Newcastle, uh, because Newcastle plays very uh, aggressive. So I mean, it's just now we have to think about. Okay, coming against PSG, but let's 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 finish with um, let's finish with uh. Uh, united real quick um it just uh, it amazes me that how ole would wait so long to put those people in and that that's the thing you're waiting into 75 minutes to make a fucking substitution that's 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 like mind-boggling that's just like i don't know what are you doing dude you know what i mean
2: I think that's Ole though. I think that's something that he always does. He waits and waits and waits, and I, you know, it made me a little nervy because you definitely want to go beat Newcastle. Let's not, you know, drape these guys in all this glory like this is the greatest oh, team that we've ever played. It's Newcastle, but we lose to Brighton. We are we should have, you know, we lose to <laughs> Crystal Palace. You know, so we're not we're not actually you know blazing blazing the trail either. So we needed to win that game for me, and so I was waiting patiently for him to bring the, the, the subs on. But but like I said earlier, man, I really feel like we controlled the game. Other than Maximin doing his little thing every once in a while, I didn't really feel like I was too much under pressure. I mean, we had, what, 22 chances? 11 of them were on, on target. So for me, that's that's the sign of a team that's controlling the ball, that's getting shots on, and that's that's creating chances. I mean, let's just be real. We weren't creating any chances. The past eight games, we could probably go back. So- I'm happy, that, I'm happy that the lineup worked because, I mean, he would have got killed if we would have lost that game. But, again, I think he's starting to realize you don't need to play all of them together to start it out with. I think if you've got two hungry young kids who are willing to make a tackle and make a, a simple pass and move and Fred and McTominay, he's going to play that. I don't have a problem with it. Um, you know I, I'm, I'm starting to have some issues with Pogba and, and, and uh, Bruno playing together. I don't know, I don't I, know if that's going to that work. What would you say? I don't know if two creative guys on the pitch at the same time is going to work. And I don't think if you're not going to play Pogba far forward and you're going to play him back, basically playing center back, if you look at where he is positioned most of the game, it's not going to work. If you look at him in the two games that he's come on and sub, and he plays further forward, it works. It doesn't work with him back at six because for me, he's too slow. You need someone back there that's going to be able to put in a tackle. That's why I'm saying Fred and McTominay, for me, that's what they want to do. Pogba wants to make a 60 yard pass. He wants to spray it all over the park because he can do that. But when you have someone that's in there already and Bruno, who's running around doing whatever the hell he wants to do, it doesn't work because your midfield's now wide open. So you have to be tactically smart enough to understand you can't play two of the same type of player. It, it, at the same time, it's not going to work. If you look at Man City, they've got one. They've got one guy who's creative and that wants to get around and do things, and and that, and that it works for them. For me, when you have two or three guys that want to spray 60-yard balls all over the pitch, when you got one guy that wants to be a false nine and he's running up, your midfield's wide open. So now you have basically one midfielder back because Pogba's going to try that 60-yard pass, and if he gets beat, he's too slow to get back. Bruno's playing a false nine. So, what do you have left? You got Matic or you've got McTominay if you leave him in there. That's not good for your midfield. It's definitely putting too much pressure on your center backs and your left backs and, and right backs. So, I don't think they can play together. I could be proven wrong, but for me, it, it ha- hasn't worked.
0: Hold on. Talk about EC. I mean, because I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to uh, obviously, I, don't, I want to spend less time on Paul Pogba because uh, it's not a Paul Pogba bashing show. So, I'm not going to do that.
2: Yeah, it is. It's the whole
0: I'm team, man. though. It's the no, whole no, 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 team. No, no, no. It's not no, just no, one no, guy. No, no. I'm it's... not gonna follow. I'm not gonna fall into your trap. But I just want to say one, one thing, <laughs> one, one thing, one thing, real quick. Um, why are we always trying to 60 yard passes? Why can't we do the thirty yard passes, twenty yard passes correctly? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I have never played football in my life. Uh, I played in ninth grade. I got my my balls kicked up in my fucking my my stomach, and I stopped playing after that. Um. But why – I mean, why are we always trying that, that fucking long ball shit? I kind of want to
1: hear that story on a later date, by yeah, the way. Yeah, we'll yeah. put a pin in think, that one. I yeah. think for me, yeah, with Elias those two guys... came up
0: to me and boom, you know, his knee up, <laughs> my ball, you know, like, you know, just, my balls got kicked up into my fucking stomach. Anyways, but, I mean, why are we always trying, like, the six-yard
2: – I, I think for you know, me, with those two guys – they're they're just creative players, and that's those are things that those that's two not guys. That's
0: creativity. That's just like a Hail Marys. I mean, but, I mean, get... but
2: the thing is, the thing is, just like Mourinho said in that video I sent you guys, mm-hmm. there's only a certain amount of, of players in the league that can do that. There's only a handful of players in the world that can pick out those type of passes. This is th- that's not my issue. I don't care if you want to try things. This is my wow. issue. If you have two players who want to play in that style, you basically don't have a midfield. The midfield players, yes, they are supposed to get forward and sometimes score goals, but you also have to play defense. You also have to get in and put in a tackle. You can't do that with two of those guys in there. So, like I said, it doesn't have to be that you sit Pogba each time. You can you can sit Bruno. You can play Van de Beek. You have options now, whereas last year, I don't feel like you had those options because you're looking at Jesse Lingard. You're looking Pereira, at Pereira. Yeah, yeah. That's not going to work. So that's why I'm saying I don't have a problem with him coming on and playing 30 minutes or now he's going to start and he plays for an hour in Van de Beek, Bruno, or, um, or, or or Pogba. So I don't have a problem with that. I think it's a good problem to actually have because, again, I don't need Scott to score a goal, but if he does, great. I don't need Fred to score a goal, but if he does, great. I need those guys to get stuck in, make tackles, make a simple pass and move, and they did that. And I felt like that was the best half of football that we played like all year for me.
1: Yeah. And that was part of, that was part of, uh, all these, um, strategy as well, you know, kind of have those locking guys in place. Uh, you know, you're, you're, you're essentially your, your defensive six, so to speak. And, um, uh, what you would call it. And then you just let your offense kind of run down their defense. And before, before you know it, they have, um, Sorry, I had to get my uh, <laughs> toy from my dog. Um, so before thought, you know it, it your... uh, you know you can you can sub on, you can sub on all of yeah. your uh, all of that all out attack once their defense is completely worn down. I do it all the time, you know, especially uh, uh, with my you friend Skyler. Whenever I play FIFA, oh man, listen, whenever I'm playing FIFA, I do all out attack or I, I lock back, I play defense, I let them wear down, I wear down a side. And then I bring in the reinforcements, and that's whenever I smoke-check my boy Skyler. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not, just this saying. This is not
0: fucking FIFA. I'm, anyway. Oh, my God, dude. All right,
1: all right. Well, hold on. It's strategy. Yes, strategy is strategy. I
0: understand that, but if we're paying, if we paid, I'm sorry, if we paid almost 90 million pounds for a true box-to-box midfielder to sit on the bench, and we're paying him over two hundred fifty. Pounds a week to sit on the bench. If we're paying obvi- – Donnie Van Der Beek obviously was, what, 34, 35, right? Pounds. Yes, he was not – you know, coming. I mean, yeah, but that's
2: but, but that's what I'm saying. No, but no, like no, you see, that's, we didn't that's, pay Pogba 98 that, million dollars. I don't know why people keep saying that. We never paid him 98 million dollars. It never no, happened. No, we paid that money for never him. went to him. We paid ever for him, for okay, him. Okay, but we never. He never got a dime of that. So no, that's but, not his is he, cash. Is, is he not getting paid
0: so, over 250 so million pounds? 50, this is, this pounds.
2: Is, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Is he not you don't getting paid t- to over start him. Who's he, who's that money? Is that your? Are you paying him?
0: Is no, he, is so he, we he don't know? need to worry about is the cash. Okay. Those guys is are getting paid. United paying this man, just like we did with Lexi. It's, it's, mono- it's, it's monopoly money. It's
2: monopoly. It's monopoly money. It has so, nothing to do with us. It has nothing to do with the fan ever. It never has anything to do with us. What I said earlier, you don't have to start best every super sub, game. The you don't best have to super start sub ever. Rudy every game.
0: The most. The most. The most uh, okay. Is 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 Barcelona it's a team game? Is Barcelona going to pay? Game. It's not Bar- one person. Is Barcelona going to pay? Four hundred million or four hundred thousand pounds a week for Messi to sit on the bench? No. Is 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 is, is Juventus gonna pay Cristiano Ronaldo?
2: Whatever what did Barca win last year? What Barca win last year? Nothing. I'll wait. They won nothing. It's a team game. If you don't saying, have no, no. players around you, <laughs> if you don't have players off the bench, no. Don't cut me off. Wait, because I let you talk. You talked about Messi and all right, all right, eight thousand pounds a week. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. Round. It it doesn't matter about the money. It matters about the players that are on the pitch, the 11, not the one. Barca did nothing last year. You have to have 11 players. You have to have solid subs okay. to be able to win things. Pogba, Bruno, and Van de Beek, like I said earlier, they don't have to start every game. You can bring a multiple of three of them. You can put one in there, put Bruno in there if you want. Then bring Pogba off the bench and Van Beek. It works. We just saw it. Start Pogba. Bring Bruno off the bench. Put in Van Beek. You can mix it up. We have options this I understand, year. I understand the options. Play. I understand options, but we, we, saw, it, the we saw it. We saw it work. the game. We haven't had that in seven years. What's what we... wrong with having options? All right. Like All right. what's what what would be wrong with having bringing a world class player off the bench and having them play? What does City do? What does Liverpool do? They bring great players off the bench, and they affect the game. There's nothing wrong with tactically saying we're gonna get stuck in, we're gonna win the ball, we're gonna simply pass the ball around. They created chances too. Remember, Bruno scored that goal, and Rashi is offsides. That would have been two to nothing. Yeah. So it works. You don't have to every single game. You don't have to play all of your 200, 300. That's what I'm saying to fans. When you guys get caught up in money, you've lost the plot. I'm telling you, you've lost it. It's monopoly money. It has nothing to do with you. you it ain't coming out of your pocket, your wife's pocket. It's coming out of the owner's pocket. So no, don't worry about the cash because I'm telling you right around, now, it's, gonna it's coming out of the investment because that I put never in. Never imagine making that. Kind <laughs> of investment. E. 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 No, 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 no. You got fucking stock
0: at old Trapper.
2: No, 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 e. <laughs> You see,
0: you've never heard that, uh, what is it, that book – uh a men of venus i am Mar- uh, women are mars whatever fucking women are venus men are mars the love boat the love box the love box or whatever shit my wife what always tells me this, my about, wife like always you haven't me,
1: even fucking read it
0: my wife always What are you talking about me, my wife always tells me this shit i'm sorry i need you to feel my love <laughs> hey, bring box bring her on bring her on bring <laughs> her on i need you to feel my love box you know shit that you do for other people united lisa <laughs> Dude,
2: I, it's it's a serious thing, dude. I'm, it's a serious thing. I'm I mean, hearing you. I'm, list, I'm listening to you. I hear you. I'm just I just think that fans like myself. I, I need mean, my love box field. DC. This guy makes this much money. It's I I care about what you do on the pitch for my club. And look at we,
0: we. And look at that. Look look at that money aspect. And look what we did with the uh, Alexi Sanchez. We threw him out on the rail. You know, ship his ass to fucking Inter Milan. That's what that's what we as fans do because you're on a you're on big wages. You need to produce. You're this worldy player, world class player, and your ass is coming up the bench. I'm sorry, dude. You know you need to put a shift on defense. You say you're a real box to box midfielder, or they think you are. You're a fake. You're a fraud. You're not a box to box midfielder. You're a long ball, forty yard pass, hail mary, Doug Flutie kind of player, trying to pay those long ball passes against Bolivia. That's and Bolivia. You, yeah, Doug Flutie. How Mary? I don't know if you know that. Uh, you you trying to do that shit in here? You know, in, you know, football. in the league. You know, you are trying to play those long ball passes all the time. you you're, he's a fraud. And then, and this, is and exactly what you just saying What
2: you just said. Listen, what you just saying. I don't know no, how no, you're what, a fraud and you're the best player at the club everywhere you go. And he's off the just, bench. he's like, You can't and he's off the bench. fraud everyone oh God, like man. for that long. It oh just doesn't God, happen. You're a you don't go to Italy and kill it and then come back. Then how why is he coming he off the bench?
0: He he you said you said his best position is coming off the bench. I just told you why. why
2: off the I just told you why he came off the bench. You're not listening. No, I you don't it. have to start him. You keep getting caught up, and because he makes 250,000 pound, pounds a week, he has to start every game and score 15 goals. Dude, it's a team game. You have really? more players. You're All so right. fixated on yeah, Pogba yeah, and how yeah, he's fraud. Yeah. You can't look past the point that the guy is a good player plays great for France, plays great for United, played great before he came to back to United. You, you just don't want to look past it because you want the guy to score 15,000 goals and have 80 million assists. It's not going to happen. I want him to
0: start. The, I just wanted to start. I mean, I just wanted to put it I mean, in a good For what? For what? Put it a good shift. Tell I want to put in a good shift. Hey, Tell me why, why you to, want shift. to start. All right. All right. Never mind. All right. I said I didn't want this part to be the last part of this segment, I didn't I didn't want B. it. I you I didn't, Mom, I did Dad, I I did Mom, yeah. Dad, you, Dad, you, you, Mom, you 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 set up a you set up a bear trap and I I mean I did
1: I fell right in it boop, 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 you boop, said boop. you weren't going to do it you're like I'm not going to fall in your
2: trap 20 yeah. I was minutes later about the whole team. Yeah. you went on yeah. you yeah. went yeah. on your rim. I was
0: going to start you. I was gonna start talking about the, I want to talk about the greenwood thing but you know what all right <laughs> let's get over let's get over the Newcastle match. We won 4-0. Um <laughs> fluke or not? I mean, quick question. Was it a fluke or or do we see Green pastures at
2: I'm not ready to say uh, we turn a corner at all.
1: No, no. I I think I think we're just um learning what what the next chapter is uh in the season. Uh we're not fully turning that fucking page to the next chapter by any means, but we're starting to see, uh, you know, within the next month, what we're capable of. I'm not, I'm never going to go in and be like, dude, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to be all in, you know, uh, you know, at the end of the season. But now for within the next month, if we're playing Mata, uh, I, I think in, uh, Donnie Vandebeek with that connection with, uh, Bruno, I think, I think there's, I think there could be greener pastures ahead.
0: And I, I like the fact that, um, Vanderbeek played in the the Rashford role. I really did. I think that that can work and Matsu could work. And I love Mason Mason Greenwood. Uh ECU said that he might have been hurt. I I hope so. I hope that's I heard the case. he was injured. I hope that's the case. I hope that's case. Not I hope that he's injured. I really do. I just don't want any fallout from what happened with England or what happened with the 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 Ruthie, not the Ruthies, what is it called? The Whippets, you know, kind of Whippets incident, right? <laughs> Ruthies no uh, th- th- that was that was I misspoke people. He was not drugging women in a bar. Um the Whippets, you know, the hydrogen whatever you want like helium or whatever. Uh hope it's a, that's another fallout. Um I'm just making that worse, right? I just
3: making it worse. You're just um, digging
1: that hole. Yeah. Hey, hey are you hey? If somebody's giving you drugs or something, <laughs> just just raise your hand. I will I'll send help, man. Are you okay over there? I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, <laughs> fine I'm fine. Oh, he's fine. He did not raise his hand. Just for, for everybody that's listening.
0: Anyways, uh I just hope uh I mean I hope maybe like you said EC he see he's coming off an injury, knock, whatever. Um but but we have a game tomorrow, guys. We have a PSG tomorrow. Uh but again, why am I saying but so many times? Uh, the only person that can actually on Instagram that follows the directions is that somebody can follow, like, and comment on our post that that has a chance to get um, not to win but a chance to acquire a Don Me shirt, which Matt uh, obviously posts and looks so, you know, looks so eloquent and uh, so handsome with. Is uh this person, uh, uh this this man, this this being uh on Instagram. His name is Lord Levier, 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 Levier. I think he's um, it's coming in um context with the intro. Yes. The context with the intro of this, you know, it's a French I had a French theme with the intro. So Lord <laughs> Levier. Um how you doing, Lord Levier? Levier. Levier.
3: No, Levrier. Levrier. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm doing okay. Well.
4: Levrier, yes. It means uh, greyhound in French. If you nice. wow, wow. Man, I, so I would have
0: lied, I would have lied and said something like it means like badass or something. Like that. I don't know. What
4: Greyhounds are cool, I, and to me, I don't know. They're pretty cool. Greyhounds are fucking sweet <laughs> and fast. You know, <laughs>
0: So Skyler, your name is Skyler. <laughs> Skyler is. Can I call you? Can you? Can I call you Skyler? Or do I have to call you a Lord LeVier?
4: No, Skyler works. That that's my given name, so I'm good. That is my <laughs> name. All
0: right, that's what your dad told you, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Tell us about yourself, Skyler. I think. Yeah. Thank you. You know what? Thank you for oh, following. Thank you for uh, commenting, and thank you for liking on the post. Of uh, we really do appreciate uh, appreciate
4: that. So, hey, tell us a little about
0: yourself.
2: So, I,
4: I'm actually a good friend of, of Matt. I've known Matt uh, since high school. I'm from Texas. I live in south-south Texas now. I'm in, in McAllen, close to the border. Um, but, yeah, I've known Matt a while. Uh, big, big, big soccer fan. Uh, follow quite a bit. Um, I, I guess Matt kind of jumps my ass quite a bit. I, I'm not a, really a team fan. I am what you would call a Ronaldo fan. Oh, I mean, so. You know. I have followed Cristiano Ronaldo from Man United to Juventus to Real Madrid, everywhere he's gone, I've been a fan. So my closet is littered with Ronaldo jerseys, two a year, every team he's been on. But, yeah, besides that, I mean, I watch tons. I know a bunch of, I guess – I'm an engineer, so I have, like, all these little random facts about soccer and shit that I watch. So, I mean, yeah, I'm just excited. I, I – Matt gave the opportunity to give an opinion on what you guys thought of the lineups. And and I said, you know, here, I'm ready. I think I could do a better job than Ole. Um, But that's just me. I mean, I I can tell you guys what I think you gonna do, and you can tell me if you think you would roll with that or go another route. I, I don't know. I mean, you guys are the Man United diehard fans here. I'm just kind of playing fantasy manager for the day, I guess. And throwing well, in who, who we, I would like
0: to well Scott Scott you, you're not you're not very um you and I probably don't have uh, uh you know we, we're very much, we have a lot of things in common because yes Cristiano Ronaldo cool. brought me to Manchester United uh I remember the game against yeah. Rome in 2007 in Champions League against Roma and man United I think went up 7-1, 7-0. I can't remember it was like some like that Ronaldo played a big part of it and boom Man United mm-hmm. fan, you know, because I was a Roma fan early before that. I needed to pick a fan. Never was really a big fan of football. So after two, you know, two thousand six, and then boom, I just Ronaldo, you know, loved him. Uh, I've been a Ronaldo fan as well, so yeah. I, I do kind of I uh, relate to you in the fact that Cristiano Ronaldo is yeah. the best player in the world, hands down, uh, best player. I mean, probably the best footballer ever. In my opinion, yeah, you know, F. Messi, I agree, Pele, whatever. Anyways, I, just, you know, and that's not a bias because he played for Manchester United. It's because he's done it in multiple leagues. Gotta put some
1: respect on Messi's name. I would, yeah, I, just a I, little bit of respect. I, I hear put some respect, respect on. on the name. <laughs> Messi, close.
0: Hey, hold on! Segment. Time out! Time out! Time out! Who is yeah. talking? Who is talking?
1: <laughs>
0: I was, yes, I, 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 was I was talking. Yeah. I was talking. I said he's, did it, he's <clears> done <throat> it in multiple leagues. He's done it in multiple ways. Headers, free kicks, open play. What else do you want me to do it? What else do you want me to say? Easy for interrupting. He's I almost will, as, good, he's almost I as put, good as Pogba. I, I will I, oh no no no! We don't
1: want to nah, say that. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. We don't, don't want <laughs> to say that. word. It's a trigger EC, e, it e.
0: E. Will e. Get word. Man, get EC, EC. EC will get defensive. EC. EC will get defensive and say,
1: "Pog, Pog, and done it now."
0: Pog was a world class player. Anyways.
3: We've <laughs> lost. Uh, no, anyways. Anyways, <laughs> getting I'm back to you, myself. Scott. Getting back to you.
0: Yes, I. I am. We're kindred spirits because Chris Cristiano Ronaldo. Brought me to Manchester United, and when he left, I stayed with Manchester United, but yet I still followed his career. I'm still following his career. The man has um, done great things off and off the pitch, on and off the pitch. And yes, Cristiano Ronaldo is a boss. But getting back to your comment, sir, yes. you okay, you want to know the the, the the team that was taking to um, that we're taking tomorrow to the Champions League game. Before before you pick the team, do you want another? Do you want the lineup? I got. I got. You got it. I'm
4: ready.
3: You I ready? Did, I did a little
4: bit of research to see who who jumped on the plane. Okay, yeah, so, let's go. So let's I go. Let's go. Ready, let's go. Yeah.
0: That, this is your this is your time. This is your time on the pod. You do it. So, so
4: we're we're gonna start between the sticks, which guys, it's been tough, but we're gonna stick with the up right? Okay. <laughs> yes. European yeah. experience. We're gonna stick. Stick with with him between the sticks. Henderson is there, you know, asking for some game time. This is not the game, I don't think. Uh, Let's all remind everyone, too, they are playing PSG tomorrow. It's not just a Champions League game. In their group, that is, to me, the game that if they want to have a good chance, out of those two games, they need to pull at least one point, I think, from those two games. So, I'm starting to have – I went back and forth with a back five and a back four in front of De Gea. I think a back five would be safer, but I think because this is a big European game, you don't need to go safe. I think you kind of got to risk it for the biscuit in this situation, just because so many guys are out that you have to put a team out there that you think is going to give you the best chance to actually win this game and maybe take a point. You don't want to play defense and try to park the bus and not allow PSG to score because I don't think even with four of the world's best defenders, that's a hard job. So I'm bringing in new boy, Tellus on the left play left back. Juan uh, Wambasaka is going to play right back. Part of my back four center backs. This is where it got tricky knowing that McGuire didn't make the trip, nor did Bali. I went with Linda Luff and the young cat Axel. Now I know that is a questionable choice because of the experience, but I think now is as good a time as any to see if he's ready. He's the one that kind of sits out there and you see how he does in the first half. If he doesn't perform, if you see some holes, it's gonna to be tough and Bappe running at you. He's the one that you pull and make the substitution if needed. You can bring in Williams. I, I don't me personally, I don't follow United so much. Outside of those two guys, Axel Williams, I, I don't know how many center backs they actually have. Um, may, maybe uh, uh, EC mentioned that Shaw can play left center back, I think, something yeah. like that. But for me, I'm going with the young kid, give him a shot. Ole is not really known for doing that, but this is my lineup. That's what I'm going to do. In the front of him, I went back and forth with a, with a two-man defensive kind of situation midfield, but I didn't like it. So I went with a kind of one CDM with, with two attacking mids kind of pushed up. And this is where it's going to get interesting for you guys. I know y'all were kind of going back and forth on this earlier. I was listening in. I'm bringing in Matic to play CDM. His European experience. Kind of played different leagues, different teams. Knows his way around the field. And then I'm bringing in a new boy, Van de Beek and Pogba. So... Matic again playing back from those guys, Vandebeek and Pogba. And then I got Fernandez captaining the team, similar to a, a false nine, but maybe taking the time to track back when he needs to. And then in front of him, I'm going Rashford and Martial. I know Martial's back. Um, I personally would have wanted Cavani to get his shot, but Ole said some business about he's not physically ready. Um, I don't know. I know he finishes his COVID quarantine. To me, this is a perfect kind of game that you throw him into. Um, you know, you got Igalo, some different guys that could play up front. But for me, that's what I went with. So, so, again, let me repeat. You got De Gea, and then in front of him you got Telles, Axel Lindelof, Wampasaka, Bissaka, Matic at the CDM, uh, Van de Beek, and Pogba kind of playing your left and right, attacking mids. Uh, Fernandez in that central attacking kind of false nine, back and forth role. It's um, going to have to track back with with those guys running at you, and then uh, Martial and Rashford up front.
0: Uh, before I move on I like to EC and, and Matt, what what's the formation? Is a
4: four? It's like a four-one-two-one-two, one, two, something along those lines. But again, your are attacking <clears throat> and Fernandez, all those guys are going to have to work. Yeah. And I know it's ask a lot of of guys who who don't don't normally track back. But for me, I went more with European experience as opposed to you know hard nosed defensive mids. Because mm-hmm. I don't think McTominay and those guys are no, ready. No, for, no,
0: you're, yeah. you're in your exa- I mean, I'm, in, I'm in the same boat with you with the McTominay and Fred. But I'm just saying, where are we going to get in that formation? Where will we get with? You know what I mean? I just I don't
4: see uh to him. ask Rashford and Martial to, to, to play the width and hope that, that Pogba can drop one of those balls over the top. You know, in that and I think if, if PSG has has any questions, it's it's that defense. Exactly. Yep. And you hope hope that they get a little testy and push forward mm-hmm. and then you have Rashford, you know, balls and down the line on a run on the left side. And, and you can have Pogba or somebody make that pass uh, and, and get them some width, then have Fernandez making the run in the middle. Um, I, I know there's – the thing for me that I found trouble with Manchester United was – I'm sure you guys have talked about this already – is the transfer season. They, they didn't do enough for me. Oh, no. I personally, like when you miss out on Sanchez or somebody like that, I would have been calling Jack Grealish like, hey, let's play Somebody along those lines to to fill that wing spot that could play both sides that you could have brought in to help out.
0: And look at that. look at that Sevilla, what the, the top of the league. You right know, <laughs> it's like yeah. god dang dude. But you know, I yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, yeah. we didn't do enough in the transfer market. I like the fact that you're wanting to put all our horses on the on the on the pitch. I don't. I'm not a big fan of the lineup that you have because it's a lot. It seems like a narrow, a very narrow lineup. Um but it could work. Mm-hmm. I think it'll work. Uh, EC Matt, what do y'all think? What do you what, what I mean g- give me a give me your opinion about uh, Mr. Skyler's uh, picks.
2: I, I mean, I, I don't have a problem with it. I just think that my Champions League rule of thumb is always, you know just make sure that you don't lose your home games. You know, win those for sure, and, and just don't lose on the road. So if we get a point, I'm I'm fine with it. Especially being on the road with this team, I think Neymar is actually back as well. So that's they're going to get at us like yeah. that. That's going to happen. I don't trust their defense. I think Mbappe can can be got at. I think he's good, but I don't think he's great. And I think if you're running at him, I think if you're putting balls in over the top, I think he can be got at. Um, I I I hope this is my hope is that Ole understands that you don't have to be afraid, right? So you don't have to play five at the back to Schuyler's point. Like, I understand what you're saying. I think he will because, again, I think he's going in to get a point. If it's 1-1, if it's 0-0, I think Ole goes, you know what? We got a point. Now, when they come to United, we need to get three points. And I think that's the, that's typically how you're going to progress in a Champions League uh, a stage, in, in the group stage. Win your home games, don't lose your away games, and typically you'll advance. And so I, I think personally, he's going to go with the back five. I think, um, I just think he's going to have Telez feature. Um, oh, so he can what, get up and what down. Your back five, then? Um, we saw Shaw play left center back last year.
0: Hot Sagan. What is your back five then? And you say you want. The, what do you think?
2: Yeah. So, it, it, so I didn't know Maguire wasn't going to be there. So I thanks uh, Matt for hooking me up. But I th- think you put Teles uh, out wide on the left. I agree. I think you put Shaw right next to him. Mm-hmm. I think you can put Lindelof next to him. Mm-hmm. You can put uh, Axel next to him and then put Juan Bosaka next to him. I and I think you you asked Juan Bosaka, who scored a great goal. Um, late in the game it was, but it was a great goal. And I know he's not the best going forward, but he did score a, a nice goal. So you got to give him some credit. I, 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 loved, it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. So he you, 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 you you ask him to do it some more. Uh-huh. I think with, with Kylian Mbappe, who's going to be running at him all night long, you're going to have to have someone that can play one-on-one defense. So you don't have to have him go up and down the wing because, like I said, Killian, is, he's going to come at you. I just watched their last game, and, I mean, he just went at every defender that got in his way. He does not care. So it's good to have that one-on-one defender that I think Aaron Wampasaka is really good at. He's not that great at going forward. But I still think you play that back five. I think you play three in the middle. I think you play players who, again, are going to put in a tackle. I think that first half is so critical. We've just got to stick with them. Again, I don't think this is – prime Barcelona that we're playing tomorrow. I don't I, I'm not I'm not that afraid. I, I I. do fear Neymar. I think he's awesome. I do fear uh, Kylian Mbappe. I think he's awesome. But I'm, I'm not afraid to the point to where I don't think we can't get a point out of this game. So I go with the back five um, three in the middle and then two up front. Um, I would play Tony for sure because he can't play this weekend. He still has two more um, mm-hmm. uh, games that he can't play. Um, so why not play him? Um, and Rashford played well late in the in the last game against Newcastle. So I'd give him a start. Um, I think Donnie's ready for a start. I don't think it'll happen. I think Donnie's going to come off the bench again. I still think for whatever reason, it could be practice. It could just be he doesn't favor him right now. Um, I don't think he favors him to start, but that's fine. When you're able to bring a player like Donnie Van de Beek off the bench in the 65th, 70th minute, he will change the game. You have Mata. He can change the game. You can start, um, you can start Pogba, but for me, I wouldn't. I would let Bruno be that center point and then put two defensive midfielders back there who are going to play defense, who are going to win the midfield. I do not think Pogba can do that. That's my personal opinion. I wouldn't do it. I would let him come on late. I would play Fred. I would play McTominay. I know people are going to be like, what the hell, but guys, um, it worked. I know it was Newcastle, but simple pass and move that's football. That's, that's as simple as you can make it. So that's what I would do. Um, from the last lineup he made, I don't think anybody in the world knows what he's going to do.
0: Yeah, we, we, but, we'd be surprised. You're
2: not, you're <laughs> but right. you know what? You never know. Um, he could go with, like, to Skylar's point, a, a, a squad that is completely, you know, European tested, if you will. And, you know, like I said, I've never coached a day in my life, so I would not. I, I can't disagree. But, yeah, I, I think that we're going to run a back five. No. Go ahead, Matt.
1: Uh, I absolutely agree with you. Back five for sure. Good, good call on that Skylar. Um, uh, as far as what, if, so if you look at their, their action, uh, <laughs> given squad members, they have, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven defenders that are traveling with the team, three center defensive mid and, uh, and just kind of like, what is it? Um, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, six offensive players. Just with their, their traveling team alone, you know that they're going to go defensive. I, I feel like it's going to be the same type of defensive route of Newcastle. They're going to let, let uh, Paris Saint-Germain kind of wear themselves down. Hopefully that whatever defensive line they, they, they throw out there. And I wish them the best. I do, but whatever whatever defensive line they throw out there, um, it's gonna be it's gonna be shaky. We are going to see some shaky ass football for probably the first sixty minutes. Hopefully they don't score, and then we're gonna sub on some heat. Um, uh, that's 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 just my guess. Uh, looking at the traveling team alone, like I said, there is a lot of defensive players in there. A lot of defensive. Um, center mids as well. I mean, that, that takes over over half of the team is pure defense. So that kind of shows the mentality of, of, uh, of, of, uh, Oli, Go- um, Ole at that point. So, um, the, the offense though, I was kind of bummed to not see Mata, uh, with that connection with yeah. him and Fernandez. I was kind of hoping to see that grow with, uh, Donnie Vandebeek. Um, but uh you know, I mean uh they they have that new guy. I don't even know uh Pelestree streetesteststri, uh, thank,
2: thank you. Pilestri.
1: thank you. I don't even I don't even know him. he's on he's on the he's on he's on the squad though. never seen him. I need to watch some highlights. Everybody's like, who the fuck did we just sign you know like who is this yeah. kid uh from whatever team in South America So anyway, um, I, I doubt we'll see him, uh, unless it's a complete blowout. I'm sure it'll be a roll of the dice. Uh, but I'm not, I'm, ex- I'm not expecting high, high hopes though with, uh, with this. But, um, like I said, if it becomes like a Newcastle thing, holding in the defense, I'm not going to throw out the lineup because it stresses me out of the thought of what we have traveling with us right now that I don't even fucking want to even go down that road. Uh, but anyway, so that's that. I, I wish them the best. This is sad.
0: <laughs> oh, it's not sad.
4: You know, let me kind of count. Go ahead, go
1: ahead. Yeah, what you got, Scott? The
4: the, the point being that, that you should I mean you gotta fear Di Maria and Mbappe and Neymar, right? Yes. Right. But but does that midfield from PSG really scare you? I mean, Marquinhos, Serena. Uh, Rafinha, those kind of names, like yes, decent is, is players. Verratti I, to
0: play for them, or no?
4: huh? Veratti. Veratti's heard, I believe. Oh, okay. I could be wrong, but I think he's heard. Yeah, you
2: got Draxler coming at you, and Mbappe, Neymar, Yes, and Maria. but
4: if you if you watch PSG play, he's not really playing those guys. He he's 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 playing these kind of ball control midfielders, and I think. You kind of match man for man in hopes that your midfield can do the bossing in that situation or get those balls over the top against, I'm not afraid of Kirozawa. I'm not afraid
3: of Florenzi.
4: You know what I mean? Those, those backs – they To me, Rashford and Martial should own those guys. Yeah. So, uh, it should be all day. If that's who starts. I mean, I, I don't know for sure who's going to start. But I mean, Cavani,
2: I'm, did Cavani get on the bus or no? I'm I'm just, saying,
4: no, Cavani coming. did not. He His his reasoning for Cavani was saying that he lacks match fitness and that he's he's not ready to play.
2: I mean, that, I'm fine with fine Tony, me, but...
4: But, yeah. but bring him. I mean, even if he plays 30 minutes, bring
2: him. Yeah,
0: brought him, Skyler, yeah. you, I mean cuz you 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 put um originally you put uh, Martial and, and and Rashford up front. Back, yes. back in the day when when United was blowing and going, we had the 4-4-2 going, right? You know, we had mm-hmm. two strikers up front. Would you play yeah. the two strikers be, because of that defense instead of out wide like <laughs> we've been kind of doing, would you put them more centrally and kind of have
4: the midfield more spread out? No, I would play them. Why? Just because I think you can get over the top of of those those uh, fullbacks that PSG has. And and when I say that, like I like to me, I've always been a fan of of a left winger who's right footed, attacking with his right foot, and a right winger who's attacking with his left foot. Which Mm -hmm. is what, if if I'm not mistaken, I think you can do that with Martial and Rashford, right? So you bring those guys in, attack. And then that gives the opportunity for Fernandez or maybe even Pogba or Vanderbeek coming in on a late run. I don't know if y'all watch Beek when he was at Ajax, but I saw a lot of them because they were beating Juventus's ass. Vanderbeek likes mm. to make that late run. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ball control over the top, let Rashford fuck around with it on the left side and then dump it back in. Try to make something happen. For me, if PSG is fragile, it's in the back four and in yeah. their midfield doesn't scare me. I, I mean. It's it's good. It's not world class. When I think of what United can do in midfield, the they can put up an almost world class midfield. But like you guys said, these guys got to find a way to coexist and make yeah. them, find themselves in the right space at the right time. Because if you're not in the right space at the right time, PSG's front three will punish you. Absolutely, that's least, the thing, right? Mbappe is going to make that run, and, and having a back four or even back five that hasn't played together that much. And and you're trying to get him offside, catch him offside or something. He's it's gone. a dangerous
2: game. It's a dangerous game. I'm excited to see him play. I love I love watching him like I just watched their last match and he's great. They didn't even have Neymar. Um, but I mean he gets the ball. He has no fear of anybody. It doesn't matter who's who's with him. So I'm excited to see Wamba Basaka up against a world class uh player. I think he's one of the top five strikers or left wingers, whatever you want to call him in the world. So it's gonna be cool to see that matchup. Um, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, kind of how he does it. Like, I'm, you can't argue your point, Skylar, of, you know, wanting to have world-class players play against world-class players. And so, you know, when you play Newcastle, maybe you can afford to, you know, play your, your lesser, your Matic's, your 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 Fred's. You can play those guys. But, you know, in these matches, I mean, just imagine, guys, we're not in COVID and it's, you know, there's 50,000 fans in the stands and it's it's rocking and rolling. Yeah. So, you have that kind of going for you going on the road. It's kind of a quote unquote type of deal because you don't have that that twelfth man, if you will, that's there, you know, rocking and rolling. So right. that's kind of to our benefit. Um, for me, with some of these guys, who you know, this is this is Mbasaka's, I think, debut in Champions League. Um, you know, so we're gonna have. I don't know if Telus has played Champions League. If he if he plays, you know, I I just think that it's it's a benefit to us. It sucks because I'd, I'd love for it. it's just a it's a better atmosphere when it's full. But um, I wouldn't be surprised if he does go out there and say, you know what, I'm going to have guys who play internationally, who play Champions League, because they're not going to be afraid of the moment. Um, I just, like I said, I just hope that he. I just really like the fact that we were able to maintain possession and create chances, um, and that was before. I know we didn't score a bunch of goals. We scored one; it was offsides, and we scored another one. But it's it's big. I can't say it enough just possess the ball, pass it, move it around, wear out the defense, and then when it's there, you know, go for it. And so I hope that that's the lineup that he puts in there tomorrow is, is a lineup that is willing to pass and move and, and make the simple play.
0: Matt, uh, you brought up the point uh, – or not point. I think you're echoing in a lot of people uh, of what we've we've been saying. Bruno handed the captain ar- captain's armband for tomorrow's match. Right thing, wrong thing, uh, and should he hold on to it?
1: Man, listen, I've been talking about this for a little bit here since you brought up the captain's armband with uh, Harry Maguire. Mm-hmm. Whenever you know, Jesus, was started talking about like, who should we give it to? That was that was the topic of discussion weeks back, um, almost a month ago, with uh, within the pod, and I was. Uh, you know, at first I was, I was wondering, I was like, man, do we like, like what is the value of a, of an arms band, you know, captain's arm band, do we, do we really need to be addressing this? And he couldn't have been, you know, further from, uh, or actually he, he couldn't have been any more closer uh, to the truth. And we do need to reevaluate the captain. And I started looking into it a little bit more, you know, outside of the podcast started, started to explore, (laughs) And um, and figure out you know who who would be the best player and I'm like listen man if if anybody out there could be the captain for United with our given squad uh, with our with with the uh, with current drive it is hands down Bruno Fernandez and um, I, I said that I was like I feel like that that's going to be the guy you know he has passion he has drive and he gives a fuck and if you've listened to this podcast you've ta- you've heard me talk about the give a fuck factor uh he has it and it is a beautiful beautiful sight to see so um you know uh Ollie, he just during this uh this past um uh meeting or uh, what is it conference uh on BT sports they were talking about like you know, he he was just talking, talking. Uh Fernandez was sitting next to him. And Ollie, uh, fucking Solskjaer over here, he was like, hey, man, uh, so our captain uh <laughs> next week is going to be the guy sitting right next to me. And he was just like. <laughs> it was great. He, he was looking around for a second. He was like, who the fuck's sitting next to him? <laughs> he was like, holy shit, that's me. And, like, his eyes got big like he was about to get fucking run over by goddamn 18-wheeler dude beautiful big eyes, just accepting the fucking role of, of uh being captain i was like hell motherfucking yeah homeboy's starting to fucking understand the direction and leadership that united needs he is pumping he is pumping some youth in right now and now he's starting to fucking uh throw a captain armband on somebody who gives a shit so anyway that's my thoughts i, I want
4: to follow up on that mm. I, I hate to- yeah Pressure hopes and dreams, Matt. But for some <laughs> reason, in my mind, I see I see Fernandez in a number ten jersey at Real Madrid
2: in like two or three years. It's gonna happen.
1: Chill out, man. Chill out.
2: No, you can't. You can't say that it's not a possibility. It's totally no, no.
1: It's not. It's not. I'm, I'm not I mean, saying as
2: soon as those guys clear out. I'm not saying that it. I'm not saying that it will. I hope that it doesn't because I think he's a great player. But um, I don't think anybody. And, and maybe you guys did, but I didn't see him play very much at Sporting. But to leave, at, in my opinion, a later age, I know he's not Telez, but he's 25, 26. Um, to hit his stride right now like he's hitting it, um, they are – Madrid is going to break the bank. I don't want to get off topic, but they are going to break the bank here uh, in the next couple of years. So I hope it doesn't happen, but, no, that's a good point. I love the fact yeah. that – I don't know if you guys saw it earlier today, but he actually got into it with Telez today when they were doing the Rondo drill – uh, it was great because here's a new guy comes in, and Bruno doesn't give a crap. He's get, he's getting on to whoever the hell is messing up or screwing around, and that's what they need. That's what United needs. So that's I'm amazing. happy about it. I'm I'm super stoked. I hope he keeps it. Um, I don't I don't know. Maybe that maybe that's why Harrison, I ain't getting on the damn plane. If you're not gonna give me the r man, I don't know. Because the kid's never not. He's he's never missed a game, and here yeah, it is Champions back, League, bitch. and he's not there. So. Um I'd love to dig deeper into that but um no I'm I'm super excited. He didn't look like he had a freaking clue he was going to be the captain. That was a great video. If you guys haven't watched it, go go to uh, Twitter. It's all over the place. Um it's, it's going crazy. But yeah, no, I'm I'm excited and and I think uh I think he's going to be a good captain for United. No. hell uh, oh, yeah.
0: I saw the video and we've been saying this Matt every I mean since we we seen since last season. The lack of leadership we've had. Um, there, you know, with De Gea, obviously, we, you know, EC and I have been talking about that. The stripping of De Gea's armband was was bullshit. I think so. Um, and then you saw what happened with that. M- you know, we've had other captains between you know between then, and then we give it to Harry Maguire just right at the bat. I know there was, in talks with Pogba being. Again, I want to bring up him, but very shortly, I'm not going to get in an argument with EC, pr- pr- trust me. Um, there is a very <laughs> talk to Pogba, just because to get him to sign a contract, again, uh, there is talks about him, you know, we, we have to give him captain, right? Um, I'm glad the fact that the fact that we're giving uh, Bruno this, you know, the captain's arms band. Because he, I mean, yes, like Matt said, he's somebody that gives a fuck, and I think he does. On the pitch, yes, he he does. He makes boneheaded mistakes. It's like, dude, come on, man. Like the last match, did I really think Bruno deserved man of the match against Newcastle? No, I didn't. I thought Juan Mata put a better better um, <coughs> excuse me a better performance. Um, but Bruno put in a Bruno Bruno did you know Bruno put in a fucking shift. I mean, if you look at his stats, I mean, there weren't, you know, they weren't lying. So, I I love his intensity. That's, I think that's the thing. I love an intensity of a better player. And like you said, um, Skyler, uh, about Bruno going to be in Real Madrid and being number 10. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we you know, there, there is a possibility. And, well, I mean, it's not the first time United has lost a player to Real Madrid. And hopefully we capitalize sure, on that. Sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, hopefully we capitalize it and we do something with the money, not like we've done with Cristiano Ronaldo leaving and we have not done anything with that money or or what not. So it's just you know, it's just a lot of things going on with, the, with that whole thing with Bruno. But hey, as long as he's as long as he's with United. Hey, I mean, I'll back the guy. I'll back him because he cares about the club. It seems like he cares about the club, so we're good to go. So let's go uh, Let's go with score predictions. First and foremost, uh, we'll give the honorary guest score predictions for tomorrow's match. What do you think?
4: Um, guys, c- can I ask a question? Just no, 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 you can. Yeah, devil's,
0: yeah, like. devil's
4: Advocate, if you want to play. Here's the situation. It plays, it plays out tomorrow. lost you there, PSG thumps them. Oh, am I muted? No? Go ahead.
1: Go ahead. There you go.
4: Okay. PSG thumps them 4 0. Does Ole stay?
1: Oh, a question or a statement or the question. Okay. It's coming in high. If we lose 4 0,
2: yes. If If we lose 4 0, does he he stay? Is that the question?
3: Yeah.
0: 4
2: 0, 5 0. PSG comes
0: in and puts it on him. Yes, he stays. No, oh, do I want him to stay? Is, is, what are you asking? Does he stay or does he get sacked?
4: It's two different questions. How do you how do you how do you feel, do you feel tomorrow if if they lose something like four to zero about Ole's? job security are you okay with him staying or do you start to consider I would want to see Pochettino I would want to see so and so whoever it is that that, that in your mind could come in and take over that squad
2: right now
0: Matt start that question I don't think I, tomorrow's is going to go easy because I, I,
2: I don't think I don't think I don't think tomorrow is going to be um a a burial for him tomorrow even if we get smashed which is a, which is a possibility I think he has until Christmas, in my opinion. I don't think he has past Christmas. I think they are, I think they're gonna want um and, and it may be even before because I think you're gonna want whoever does come in and be at Poch to have a, a full January to be able to get in who he wants to get in. Um he's on the hot seat. That six-one loss, that's gonna put you on the hot seat. Ole, for me, since he's been here, he's been it's been a it's been a roller coaster ride. He's really hot and then he sucks. He's really hot and then he sucks. So um, you know, we just won a game, which for me, I know it was Newcastle, but it was a big game um, after getting beat. So I, I personally think that tomorrow's win or loss or however you want to call it, if we do lose, I don't think he'll be sacked. I think they'll give him until December-ish, and, and then they'll they'll go from there depending on where we are on the table.
1: Matt? <clears throat> um, so – I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think he'll be sacked. I don't think. I don't think tomorrow's results will be the catalyst, especially if you're understanding the severity of uh, who you're playing. You're playing PSG. That is a tough, you know, French French uh, team. I there mean, it, it, it's Final. PSG. So if if, if that's if if that's if that's gonna if that's gonna be the Stralberg the camel's back, they were they were ready to get rid of him months ago. Um, which who knows? But. Uh, I think I think we'll lose uh, 3-0. I'm not prou- I'm not proud of the prediction, man. 3 what? That's what I'm thinking. 3-2? I, I
2: No, no, so, I said 3 3-0. 3-0 okay,
0: okay. You see, you didn't give a prediction.
2: Yeah, so I think it's going to be a good game first and foremost, which is awesome. And uh, I think it's exciting to be back in Champions League football. Um I think tomorrow we lose 2-1. I think um, I think it's going to be a late in the second half goal for for those guys, unfortunately. Um, but I think we play well, and I and I think it is uh, to Scholar's point. It's going to be big on who he picks. It's going to be big on who he thinks can make an impact in that second half, which I think is going to be really key. So um, I don't think we come out with a win. I think it's a it's small margins. I don't think it's a blowout. I definitely don't think they get a clean sheet either because I don't trust them defensively. Um, so I, I for me, I think we do score a goal. Um, but I think they score two and I think we lose two to one.
0: All right, Skyler. Uh, I think your question was, does he deserve <clears throat> to get sacked? That was your question. And nobody answered that, right? I don't think they answered it. Did, 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 I mean if he, they answered. I'm almost it, doing like a hypothetical thing. Okay, as, I mean,
4: as president of the team, owner, whatever you want to call yeah. it. What are you doing if they get thumped tomorrow? In my opinion, it's gonna be somewhere in the three three to one range. And, and I almost wonder if he, he's holding guys back so he can use that as an excuse why they got stomped.
0: Holding a back. <laughs> I mean, again, holding players? Is that what you're saying?
2: Well, not bringing Mata, not bringing Maguire, you know, not bringing players that got him that win in the last game. I, I just think it's style of play. I think he understands that Chelsea's also going to be a huge test for them over the weekend. True. Um, it's Champions League. It's group stage. It's not knockouts. So – I just think that the, the thing with, with people when, when you talk about Ole, you have to remember who you're talking about. No, and I no, think man. that's what saves this kid. I don't, I don't think it has anything to do with tactics, and I think that's why he hasn't already gone. You look at the two managers that were fired before him. Those guys won things. They won Champions League finals with huge clubs, both of them. So they got sacked after winning things. I think Van Hall had the FA Cup in his hand, and they said, go ahead and leave. Uh, Mourinho had won a European title. They said, "Go ahead and leave after getting second place." Ole won the Champions League for United as a player. So I don't think I think that's that's what's holding him there. I think they understand that. They know that the fans have this affinity for him because he won the Champions League final for us in '99. And so I think that's what kind of holds his job. I think the thing with it is now, when you're starting to lose and and, and you lose in the fashion that you do, I think it puts you on the hot seat. But I I, right. I think. I think he'll have the rest of, uh, till till that first window, and then I think they might make a move
3: no, if it's I mean,
0: going bad. I, I, I mean I agree with you, uh, but I just wanted to answer Skyler's question properly. Uh, does he deserve? <clears throat> no, he does not deserve to get canned if he loses. I think you said your your question. The original question was, if he gets sacked, if we we lose six nil, does he deserve to get sacked? Right? That that was the original question. And then, yeah, I mean, and then, you, then yeah. you said a hypothetical. I'm just getting back to the original question. No, For he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Because um, I think fans know uh, and everybody knows that he didn't get the backing of the board like he should have. We don't have the players like we should have. And um, does he deserve to get sacked? No. Will he get sacked? I don't think so. Uh, like Yeezy said, Christmas probably. Uh, will be the time that uh, the Glazers will bring in Poch uh, into the same situation. It's going to be a, a revolving door of managers. I think United we're going to be the we're going to be the joke if things don't change up above. When we talk about the um, upper management uh, and, and the director of football, Ed Woodward, uh, Matt Judge, in, in those positions, it's going to be a revolving door of managers. Uh, that have won things, have not won things, are good managers, and we're just going to be a joke. Um, But do I think that – does he deserve to get sacked if he loses big tomorrow? No, I don't. Uh, Because, like Matt said, he's taking a defensive team. Right, Matt? Uh, To the uh, – A firm. Yeah, to PSG. um, We only have, what, Martial and Rashford up top with – palestri hasn't played in europe um james
2: he could start a gallo tomorrow we don't know man I he could put a gallo up front and
0: prince we never know I mean, do you know me i love prince hakeem dude i love Lisa, prince he could Akeem. play him You, know, you, know, never, you know, never know prince hakeem like yeah. like yes prince i love me i love me some prince hakeem
2: he could put uh, he could put Tony out wide and Rashford out wide and, and, and stick a gallo up top by himself. You, we have, you never know. But,
0: but like you said, we have no um, we have no offense coming off the bench if he does that. So I mean, just it's just so like like you said, like you said, Skyler, the um, the inevitable is probably going to happen with the um, the Ole sacking because of the lack of backing. That's kind of a, a phrase. That's kind of a rhyming phrase out there. Sacking because of lack of backing. Um, and it's sad because United has never done this and, and it's blatant now. It's like, it's so blatant that the fans just know it and it's sad. And we've already talked about this last week, the week before last when we had the transfer things, it's just the lack of backing, the lack of, um, lack of consciousness. It's
2: not the lack of backing. It's not the lack of backing. It's the lack of timing when the backing comes. We don't get backing when we win Champions League. When we win Champions League, they don't back us. If we don't, then they'll back us so we can get Champions League because it threads their pockets. So
0: we're Arsenal. That's
2: what it is. That's what it has been.
0: So we're Absolutely. Arsenal. Yeah, we're Arsenal. We have,
2: a, we have American owners. We have American owners, just like Arsenal, who are interested in making cash, and Liverpool who are interested in making cash. So when we don't get Champions League, what do they do? They go out and spend and break records and get players so that they can get back to that position because why you get money when you get the champions league you get sponsorships when you win champions league so yes I agree with you Jesus we are completely that club it's been seven years you can you I think United fans live in the past way too much they live in the Beckham the Ronaldo the class of 92 that's done those guys are commenting
1: that's all hey, we did. There, there's man. only
2: one there's only one player left, and he's still balling. But my, my point is, and I'm not talking about Rooney, who does play for Derby. <laughs> I'm talking about Ronaldo. So I think people need to get over the fact that those days were yeah. there. They're gone. We're, what we are now is a club that again, when we get Champions League, we don't spin. If we don't get it, then we will spin. But I think the revolving door, Jesus, hits it on the head. You're going to continue to have this. You know it sucks because I don't think Ole should be there right now. But I kind of feel like if you if you take him out again and you put Poch in there,
0: you said him failure. If, what if he? Yeah. What if
2: well? What if he comes in and says I don't like four players and I want to get rid of them and I want to bring in something else? Now you're now you're starting all over again the project that Ole is is trying to begin.
0: And the fact that you see, like you said, it's like we're and. It sucks, man. It's a bad advertisement for this podcast, but we're not. I mean, I'm, this is not a podcast to be bashing on the club. Even though you might, you know, even though y'all might think that I hate uh, Paul Pogba, I want him to do well. I really do. Um, you see, you know, you said <laughs> like, no, 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 no. I mean, I'm being serious. I'm not trying to joke now. Uh, you say about living in the past, and yes. As United fans, we kind of need to have that check, check ourselves. We need to look ourselves in the mirror and say, what are we now? I mean, what is this club? We follow this club. I mean, we wouldn't do this club with this thing we're doing right now. We wouldn't be be active on social media as we are right now if we didn't love this club. So don't get this twisted, people. Don't get this twisted that we don't love our club. No, we do. We hate the fact that this club is being run like shit. And it's not being run like a proper club. And it's being run in the ground. By these owners. By the Ed Woodward. Matt Judges. Everybody. So it's just, it's sad. And you you see you're right. And it's kind of like, you, you, how the fuck are we Arsenal? How the fuck did this come, this club become Arsenal. Where we, cash. You know, no, no, yeah, no, no, cash. <laughs> where we just, where we, we are fourth place. Oh, let's get fourth place. We're good. Let's get fourth place. We're good. When did that come? When did that mindset? When did that mentality come? And it pisses me off, man. And I mean, and it, uh, how the fuck is Aston Villa and uh, and Everton at the top of the league right now? Seriously,
2: about about four years before Bye. Sir Alex Ferguson left, you could see the writing on the wall, and then he left. And it and it happened. It came to fruition. And I'm kinda pissed so, off
0: at him. I'm I'm very pissed off at him because he left us in this position. He left us uh, he, with the fucking cupboard. He fucking signed Shinji Kagawa, dude. Really? Why if you know that your fucking team's gonna suck, why do you sign such shitty ass players?
1: He signed. I yes, uh, yeah, I loved Kagawa. I like Kagawa. I
0: liked it.
1: <laughs> I didn't mind Kagawa I did. did. I, I thought
0: a pretty
2: Robert good player. Robin
0: van Persie. I'll Robert, give you.
2: I'll give you. I'll give you I didn't really feel Jumba Jemba. I'll give you that. But I think he. I think he signed some good players. And and I think the thing that Sir Alex Ferguson will always be able to survive by it, and he'll get past his black mark, is that he won. He was. He is the best Premier League manager. Yes, he is. So you have to give him that. And I think that's what will shadow the fact that for about four years before he left, he went and got a Band-Aid, called Van Persie. We got one more championship, and then he took off. And, and, And I think all fans could kind of see what was happening. So, you know, he gets a pass. I think, like I said, if you give a manager some time, if you back him at the right time, I think with the amount of fan support that they have, I think they will be back. You gotta remember, I don't think I think Liverpool fans, it took them about 30 years to figure out what was going on to get a world class manager in, and now they're on top of the world. I don't know about Van Dyke. That's gonna be a big for them to overcome. However, that team suffered. And that team in the 80s, the 70s, and 80s, they were they were amazing. Look at Ace and Milan, same thing. Great team in the 80s, great team in the 90s. Look at them now. I mean, they played great the other day in the inter Milan Derby was time just playing his, his ass off, but it happens to clubs. It happens to the best of them. Um, so you just have to stick with it. You got to hope that they can you know, get a manager in that can survive some of this uh, non-backing, if you will. And I think United is the type of club that'll be able to do that. Like I said before, I I, I follow a couple of teams that aren't any good. One of them being the Washington football team. And I don't care. It's, it's okay. They're going to suck for a while. You, you win some championships in the eighties, you win one in the nineties. You might not be good for a little while. That's okay. That's all right. If you're a true Absolutely.
4: fan, fan. It's the same. see
2: there you go. You see what I'm saying? And they had a great run, a run that I never thought would ever stop. And it's been a little bit of time. That's all right. They might be back. They might not. The the main thing is is it's a, it's about the star on their helmet or the 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 W on our, our helmet. And for us, it's the it's the United crest. That's all I really care about. So it may be a while before they get back. You know, I'm I'm happy with Champions League, but you guys know better than than anyone else. I would love to have a title again because that's what we were all about.
0: All right, Skyler, um, wrap wrap this subject up. Uh, what do you think? what What are your uh, opinion about? The transfer market, how United can fix it. I mean, if United can fix it, well, I mean, what is? Be the doctor. I want you to be General Hospital. You know, every you know, when you're younger, you used to watch General Hospital in the in the summers. I want you to be. Yeah. One Nobody of those fucking
1: watch that. Right. Nobody watched that shit, dude.
4: Sonny, right? Sunny was on. General
0: Sunny, Hospital. right? Yeah, please. Yeah. dude, that was.
4: So. <laughs> so. So for me, I, I, I'll say this. I don't think Ole is the guy. I don't. I don't think he's the man. Here's the thing. Tomorrow, you're going to see a guy on the other side that is a perfect manager, in my opinion. Thomas Tuchel knows what he's doing. And he could easily, if is not ready, Tuchel will expose you. Like, no doubt about it. He'll bring in those guys. He'll, it, it'll take him a few minutes. But he's going to look and see what he needs to do. And he's going to do it. And it's going to get ugly. I, I agree. I don't think the Glazers are are the problem, only because the I get the American business model and the you know the, the reason they play for the Champions League is because those television deals are out of control. The money is in the, in the Champions League. Everybody wants to be there, and and to them, they don't care who's in charge really, as long as they're getting to that scenario. That they, they they have a checklist that they're going to give. The, the president, the GM, whoever it is making the decisions, even the manager, this is what you need to do in order to keep your job, right? So for me, you need to bring in, it, it, there, nowadays, I, I don't really know what they call them, but it's like a football director, right? They call them a, a director, a guy that's working hand in hand with your manager to make the personnel decisions. The manager doesn't have a hand in the money, right? He, he's not saying, Oh, you know, go get this guy, but don't spend more than 80 mil. He's he's not doing that. He's saying, this is the guy that fits in my team. This is the guy I want. And then you got your director who's saying, these are the guys my manager wants. These are the guys we can afford. And so so for me, it's the guys like you were talking about, like Judge Woodward. Those are the guys that need to go. Tottenham has the same situation. Liverpool, you know, for a while they were going through some issues, but they brought that young kid in and he's been just killing it like making great financial decisions. I don't think that is all, you know, the past few managers that Liverpool have had saying, you know, oh, bring in Mo Salah. He he sucked at at Chelsea. Well, he didn't really suck at Chelsea, but he he didn't play well at Chelsea, went to Roma, but I think he's going to be world-class. That's, I mean, that starts with the scouts, your directors, those guys. There needs to be a full clean house in that department to me. You go in and you look for – Ta- talent outside, like you go somewhere where you find a young club, maybe a young guy that's that's benefiting a certain club like IX or somebody who you see is is just bringing in studs and selling them for profit, right? Leipzig, exactly. Leipzig, he would, he would be um, <laughs> amazing. O- o- Open Mikano is is the perfect replacement for Van Dyke, in my opinion. Absolutely, Van Dyke, down with with an ACL entry, That's who you want to bring in. You know, somebody. I think you gotta have somebody young who's not going to necessarily take the shit of the owners or they want to do it their way in kind of a risk reward situation. I'm going to, I'm going to throw all my eggs in, but here's what I'm going to give you. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. So I think that's, it's not necessarily the, as far as high as the owners it's right below them down, I think to the manager level that needs some change. And I think from there they, they can go move no. forward. I mean, get back to they picked Ronaldo out of uh, scrimmage. I mean, they were, they were, they had like a, a friendly against uh, Sporting.
3: And he and killed it.
4: He, he crushed them. And, and who was it? The guy that used to play center back. He was from Ireland, right? Uh, uh, oh,
2: O'Shea.
4: O'Shea. He, yeah.
2: he ruined O'Shea. Yeah. And O'Shea is like, I, I remember who that game.
4: fuck is this kid? And they said, yeah. Ferguson they were trying to leave Ferguson got off the bus and said I'm not leaving until we sign that kid. And that's how they did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, it's true story. It's finding finding those kind of players nowadays is not as, you know, kind of storybook as that. Yeah. But you have to spend your money smartly and find a scout, find a director who who's proven himself to finding these young raw players that You can develop and make into you know world-class superstars you don't have to be manchester city and spend half a billion dollars on defenders and still not really have it right you know
1: one bill one billion total yeah one billion total as you were sorry i'm gonna i'm gonna go back on mute
4: (laughs) there, 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 there could be a lot of change Um, I don't, like I said, I don't think Ole's the guy. I think Pochettino could do it, but Pochettino needs more creative control over the players. A situation that made him leave Tottenham because he couldn't call those shots. So, I mean, Daniel Levy does that there. If you guys have watched that uh, documentary on Amazon, check it out. It's awesome. It's awesome. I'm surprised Mourinho went with with Levy. I, I thought they would never get along, but somehow they are. I don't think maybe they are every day. They just kind of show the good parts, but it it will
2: it will come, brother. Yeah. That that Dude, three three no, no, draw it will come. No no no. no, no. no,
0: yeah. no. Hey, he's I mean, what, I mean He's gotten the backing from Daniel Levy. He's brought in players. We yeah. I mean Region, Look at Reguon. The motherfucker got assists this weekend. I'm sorry, and he was a United. He was a United prospect, right? Left back.
2: Never. <laughs> I'm calling it first. He will leave Spurs a pissed off, man. You just wait for oh, him. well,
0: that's what he knew. But anyways, anyways, uh, Skyler, thank you uh, for your – I forgot I, I forgot I was going to ask you, but now you, you kind of pissed me off, you see, about that, that comment.
4: <laughs> I got to bring that outside perspective for you guys. Like, not being a United fan, it's good to have somebody who just really follows the sport and can kind of say, you know, hey, from the outside looking in, This is what I see. I would love United to get back to that level of, you know, one or two in the league. I think this year they actually have a good chance just because the race is so wide open. To me, I think Everton's going to make a push for the top four. But I think United has a chance if they can win those tough games. you got to win those tough games against, you know, the formidable foes of Chelsea, Arsenal, Man City, Liverpool. you got to pull it out. Pull out results and you'll get there. I'm not saying that I think they'll win the league, but but a top three finish is possible if you play
1: right. Agreed.
4: All right.
0: Well, uh, I'll give my score prediction: two-one United. Uh, we go to we go to the Parc des Princes, the whatever the fucking the stadium is, Olympic Stadium. Uh, That's United. it, man. You got it. All right. I, was that more French? Was that enough French? You got United? it. You yes. got it, man. Yeah, we yeah. Win. we win two-one tomorrow. I have I have a feeling. I like. Unlike y'all, I like the I like the the, the team that traveled. Um, I think Ole will will pull his head out of his ass and start Vanderbeek and put these young guns out there. And I, I just have a I just have a a little little you know little birdie probably told me um, that we're gonna go full frontal, you know. And what I mean full frontal for a frontal attack, not full frontal. You want to see my Johnson anyways
1: God uh, well Skyler, n- nobody wants Skyler, to see that
0: Scott, yeah, yeah. thank you very much nobody's for in on. the
1: business of three inches and below man. everybody no, knows I know, that man. shit I know, I know.
0: Scott, thank you very much hey. for coming on thank you, thank you, uh, we have one more one more topic, real quick uh, Matt, you sent us a um, a video that kind of, uh, the kind of um, meshes with the, the last pod we had with Hunter when he was here about uh, American uh, American uh, recruitment and America, uh, the way we are here in America regarding the not farm system but the academy system. Uh, can you expound on that? Because that kind of video kind of it, it kind of it, it encapsulated everything that we kind of talked about. And I know EC wants to have a, a, a go at this because you know he you know a lot of the stuff that he was saying last week came up on that video so um, explain the video real quick and I'm gonna want EC's comments uh, about that
1: yeah so the the video um, I forgot what it was on it was on Instagram uh, we can we can share the link below as well but uh, it was it was somebody made a video about why American soccer, uh, is, is such shite right now. And it's because college, college, college soccer is destroying. It is not the same level as college basketball, college football. College soccer is destroying American youth. Um, you know, having academies, uh, getting, getting your youth out there, your prospects out there, the only, the only future of American youth is in Europe right now. And that's 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 essentially where they're growing up right now. Uh, none of none of our prospects, none of our Amer- U.S. men's national team. Correct me if I'm wrong. You know, I mean, feel free to throw comments down below. But good God, man, nobody nobody is uh, you know played college ball. They have all grown up in Germany and Italy. You know, all over the place in England. Uh, Amsterdam, uh, Spain now, you know, like our boys are finally growing up. Uh, college, college soccer is not not the answer. If you just want to get a bachelor and a bachelors in fucking arts uh from uh, Oklahoma University, then by all means fucking go for it, you know. Hey, have but, a soccer uh, team. <laughs> uh man, dude, I don't know. I'm just throwing out a random ass uh, college, dude. Uh, especially where where EC's from. EC's in uh Norman, Oklahoma. But uh yeah, man. I mean uh you know and and the pay to play factor, Saturday's football, if you follow if you don't follow them on Instagram, give them a follow. Those guys are rich as fuck, man. They they understand the process. They're based out of LA. Uh, they know that pay or uh, pay to play soccer is not the way for for the American fucking uh, upbringing. Uh, free soccer is is everything. You know, um, you know, it's 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 the future. We have to make sure we are not paying to play because we're only bringing up a small percentage of of America's youth. Uh, that can actually afford and and just because you can afford it doesn't mean that that's the best product you know you gotta you gotta look in your middle class your lower class all sorts of people that can't afford three four five thousand dollars a year to pay to pay to play that is fucking hideous man uh america but that's a classic american move man like we we just we, we take an advantage and you know, that's that's part of America as a whole, you know, uh, but that is not the move for soccer, for us, for our for our future. And, you know, I, I hope to God we do end up changing. Uh, did uh, Jesus,
2: you saw the video. You see, do you see the video? Yeah, I saw the video. I I've, I've felt that way for years because I've had kids of my own. I have a, I've got a girl now who's playing travel soccer. My son played travel soccer and um, it's taxing. It's expensive. Um, you, you're not just paying to play. You're also paying to, to travel. The gas isn't cheap. The hotel's not cheap. The restaurants aren't cheap. You know, you, you have to do that year round because once you're not playing outdoor, you're playing indoor futsal. So it's a year round deal. It's a huge commitment. And I think the system It's not that it's rigged. I think we just have to look at kind of where the United States is with soccer, right? So if you look at MLS, it's only 25 years old. You're basically fighting against a system, let's say Barcelona, Manchester United, if we're dealing with that, that's over 100 years old. So they can literally pick up kids overseas when they're five, six, say, hey, come play in our little youth league. That little youth league, however, is developing those kids at a better rate, right? It's not like right now I coach my five-year-old son's soccer team, okay? You guys know good and hell well I'm not a good coach. But that's the development that he's getting at that age because right now they're asking five and six year olds to pay to to play on these academy teams and me and my wife know better because they're not getting this world class training. So why would I give you money when you're not giving him anything different than I'm giving him? So the United States is behind the eight ball. We started our league 25 years ago. When my son played, they started to have where your MLS clubs started to have developmental leagues. They're doing that now. However, if you look at, I'll give you guys a quick story. I have a, a buddy of mine didn't have kids that could afford to play. So he, he, he paid for them to join these leagues. Barcelona does a travel tryout for youth kids. One of these kids that couldn't afford to play actually got picked up by Barcelona, a little 12 year old kid. They sent him to Spain. He's over there traveling, practicing them with them right now. So it's not that the system is, it, it sucks. It's just that Americans didn't really jump into football until after we hosted a World Cup in 94. Let's just be real. That's when the MLS popped off a couple years later. That's when you started seeing clubs. There's clubs every year that are popping up. It's just going to take time. I don't think any of us on this call will see it, but I think it's just cash. When you can influx cash into your club, and the MLS is starting to do that with, with more designated players then you'll start to see a situation where college soccer for the men's side, I think will go away. It'll just be like a club thing. That's kind of what OU, OU has a, a club soccer mm-hmm. program that they run. They don't have a, it's also some title IX stuff as well, but they don't have an actual club. So the girl side is different. You got to remember females and I'm not being sexist. I'm just being real around the world. Weren't really supposed to play sports, but American girls have always played sports. That's why we're so far ahead in advance when it comes to international soccer because our women were given an opportunity quicker than other others others weren't so with with our boys like i said you're you're fighting against systems that have been around for literally hundreds of years that have been able to develop make money and pay because like i said on the last pod once an mls club can look at a young kid and their parent and say here's 25 million dollars trust me they will come to the states and they will play and they will develop with that MLS club. Right now, we can't do that. We, we can get two, I think it's two designated players, and that's all it is. But they're trying to, like I said before, incorporate um, those kids playing uh, in, in the academy systems within MLS. But again, what kind of training are those kids getting? They're getting just about the same training that our college kids are getting for four years, which it's, it's not top-notch. It's not the best. So we're getting there. We're slowly getting there. I think we've got 10 kids right now who are playing Champions League soccer who are on our international team. They're young. I don't know if you guys watched the Barcelona game over the weekend. They did lose, but there was an American starting at left back in Dest, and he played really, really well. So it's one thing for Shit. those kids to get over there to the Barcelonas of the world, but we got to have them play. They can't just be on the bench. So that that's my next fear is that, you know, you, you get a Reyna, who's 16, 17 years old, and then, you know – Brewster Dortmund don't play him. They do play him, but I just want him to consistently get games and get time because this 22 Qatar World Cup is huge. It's it's massive. If we don't quali- if we don't make it, <laughs> and we don't play in it, you can for me anyways. You can forget about this generation of players. You can forget about it. Um, I think this one's huge, and then the next one, which is actually going to be in the states, I think we have a chance to do something dirty if we can play well in Qatar. And actually, you know, get to a quarterfinals I gonna say semis yet, but get to a quarterfinals, you know, make it competitive because that next one, you've got Mexico, Canada and United States. You're going to see young kids like like when I was when I was a young kid in 94. That's the first time I got to watch soccer. I didn't know what the hell was going on, but it was freaking great. I loved it. And I think we have an opportunity to do that again in a couple of years.
4: Skyler, top it off real quick. You know, I, I agree with with both things these guys have said. You, you got to get rid of the pay to play, but you got to remember that it's a new age system. Like he said, it, it, it's it's until these clubs decide to turn around and invest their money in in the youth, <clears throat> you're not going to see it. I mean, they have trouble right now even paying guys. That's why there's a huge wage gap in your designated players versus the rest of the team. Until all that stuff kind of evens out and gets on the level of even, I mean, we can look across the river here. I can throw rocks to Mexico from where I'm at. They got it figured out. You know what I'm saying? You're having world-class guys go play in Mexico because those clubs invest in their youth and invest in in their academies. And, and yeah, granted, it's way more dangerous to live over there, but but a lot of kids from where I'm at right now, they go over there. They're not trying to try out for – you know uh, we got we got a team here you know uh, Rio Grande football but you got San Antonio some other they, they're not trying to go to the, those academies you know what I mean they're making the two-hour trip to Monterey and trying to you know play for Tigres or you know somebody like that because of the the, the brand and the club size for them it, it's it's not here in the states yet you know it's not like you're going. To try out for the Dallas Cowboys or you know the Chicago Bulls or these kids clubs that you've known around since you were a kid, you know you go to Europe and you ask. I guarantee you ask nine out of ten kids on the street to name more than two MLS clubs. They probably can. Yep. You know.
2: I agree. It's just going to take time. It's only been twenty five years. It's yeah, going to take them some time to to try to catch up. And it's 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 essentially kids from college and a retirement league. Yeah. And until they can get that off of them, that's what I think most fans look at the MLS as. And it's not – I watch it. It's not horrible soccer. No. But it's if you're going to say, okay, we got this MLS game on and we've got any European game on, I'm probably going to watch the European game. Yeah.
0: The, thing, yeah. the, the thing that I, I, I came out with that video that y'all sent, and it kind, of, it kind of correlates is the fact that they said that college soccer is only three months and they only train for three months, you know, for football. And then they wait, train for the rest. I mean, I don't know if they play off, you know, off schedule. or not, it's like, well, we're not really, we're not really training footballers. Cause I mean, the football season is from September to May, you know, always, you know, and, and then the, the summers, you know, it's just they whatever the, they're, they're, they're the national team, you know, it's just, it's year round, and for that video, that's what I kind of like. Kind of like they're only not. I'm not saying they're only training, but they said they're only competitive training because they're.
4: That's yeah, I've, no, I've got
2: go a. Go ahead. That's a better friend. I've got a friend, go got and, a friend who heard, MLS
4: needs to move to that calendar too. I think. I mean, just throw that in there. MLS needs to be playing on the European calendar. No questions.
2: Yes. Yeah, I, I wish Gerber would do it. It would be. It would be freaking awesome. I don't think he ever will. But I've got a friend. Whose daughter plays at TCU? She's a superstar. If you guys get a chance, her name's uh, Yasmin Ryan. She's absolutely amazing. One of the best players TCU's ever seen. They just played Texas Tech, number six in the nation. And what what she typically does when they get done playing is she comes back home and she finds a men's league to play in. So these guys will find leagues to play in to keep themselves match fitness and match sharp. But to your point, Jesus, they have to do that on their own.
0: Really? Like she got invited.
2: She got invited back. She got invited back to play in a women's league, which my my freshman daughter was playing in, which was pretty cool because she got to play against these big girls. And I'm looking for Yasmin, and I'm like, where's she at? And my wife said she literally okay. went to a men's league and is playing with them because she would be dominating, which she probably would, this, this girls league that they got going on here in Norman. So they have to seek out the fitness themselves, and especially now with COVID, there was two girls that my daughter was playing against that had just, just graduated from Oklahoma State Um, They were invited to go to Chicago to play for the Chicago uh, women's team. But because of COVID, they couldn't go. So it's difficult now with COVID, but it's also difficult with them. When they get done playing, they got to go back home and they got to figure it out. If they don't get picked up by a a WLS, whatever team, some of them now you're seeing a couple of American women. Now they're going over to Europe. We, We just signed, I think, Tobin Heath to Manchester United. And another American that, that just Christian it, you know,
1: press. Yeah. Press press. So, so beautiful. They have America. to, they have
2: to, you know, they have to figure it out themselves. Um, but yeah, yasmine Ryan uh, plays for TCU. Absolute superstar. She will play on our national team one of these days. She's only 21 uh, years old. Absolutely. Well, amazing. well, dude, let's get her, let's get her on the pod. I would love I've, – I've actually asked her mom a couple times. You guys would love if – you, if you guys get a chance, like I said, they play uh, OU this weekend. Actually, sorry, on the 30th. I'll be going to that game. Um, if you want to talk about a midfielder who will be on the national team uh, very soon, check her out. She's absolutely amazing. But to your point, Jesus – Is she a true box-to-box box
0: midfielder? I just want to – Oh, I, yeah. A
1: box-to-box midfielder. You I, would, I, you I, would I, love <laughs> – but no, it's, it's <laughs> to your point where <laughs> they have the to literally, than you
2: know, Pogba? <laughs> they, they have to literally figure it out. So, you know, when you have to do that, when these kids, you know, they're going to school, we've all gone to college. You go to school, you're playing sport. They should be wanting to push you to that next level. Unfortunately, our next level is MLS and no slight to MLS. Like I said, they're coming. It's going to be some time. We'll probably see it when we're old in our rocking chairs. It's going to be a league. It's going to be a league. It's going to sustain. You see people like Durant and Harden uh, putting their money uh, in, into some of these clubs. I think Beckham's thrown his money into to Miami. So people are interested in, in in soccer. I just think you get more interested when you have a World Cup, when you have the world stage, and you actually perform. So 22 is huge in Qatar. I hate what they're doing with the workers. I, I don't know how to feel as a football fan because I know what's going down. I want to see the games um, so I don't really know how that is. I don't want to get all political, but um, but it, it, it's it's got to be good for us.
0: All right. Well, well that that's the pod, guys. Uh, thanks to um, the triumphant again. You see, Matt Skyler, thank you for coming on thank today. You. Uh, your insight on the lineup tomorrow is pretty is pretty pretty good. So um, we'll get you your uh, we'll get you your shirt out here this
2: week,
1: awesome, and some stickers. What what, stickers. dude? You gotta slap it on a yeah. water bottle, maybe hey, wow, a stop sign. Nah, right there on the car,
0: game. Hey, yes. hey, and, Matt, hey, and Matt brings up a point, Scholar. The only the the you have to do two things. You have okay. to post you have to post a picture of the, the shirt, and okay. you have to post a picture of, the, uh, picture of the stickers on your social media platforms for us. All right. Yeah, I got you. All right. Well, guys, that that's a great pod. Uh, I just wanna give a great uh, shout out to Roe from the Ronos Podcast. Uh Victoria Munts of Ice from the Alice of Water Food Trucks. Um Mark Hutchison from South Texas Train Wrecks. Uh Axe Daddy's Throws House ha- throw, throw House? Am I right? It's Axe Daddy's. Yeah, Axe house.
1: Daddy's Throw House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In
0: South Texas. Go check them out, guys. I think they had a they had a special today. Two for one. In South Texas, go check him out. And Lucky Diaz, where are you at?
1: Rien de rien. Different place. You must go into it and love everyone. Try to make everyone happy and bring peace and contentment everywhere
4: you go. And so I became a waiter.
1: Well, it's not much of a philosophy, I know. But, well, fuck you. I can live my own life in my own way if I want to.
0: Fuck off.